chapter three. So there are eight requirements for making tefillin, and all of them are halach l'meshem Sinai, which means that they're transmitted in Mesha on Sinai, but they were not written in the Torah. They are. The tefillin must be square and must be sewn closed as a square. The leather head of the tefillin should have a shin on both sides, on the right and the left. As we will learn down the road, one of those shins must have four uh, legs and the other must have three. The passages must be wrapped in fabric. A hair should be wound around them and afterwards they should be placed in the proper compartments. They should be sewn closed with the sinews of an animal. The leather compartments in which they're placed must have a place for straps to pass through so that they can be moved around. Uh, the straps should be black. And finally, the knot with which they are tied must be in the shape of a dalit. Bays. How is the tefillin shel reish made? We take a cubic wooden block. It doesn't have to be um, a cube. It has to be a square in terms of the length and width. If the height is a little different, that's fine. Uh, we make grooves into it so that the four projections will be uh, as depicted. And here the Rambam has a drawing which shows the uh, the compartments for the, uh, for the four parashies. Leather is taken and soaked in water. And then the mold is placed within that leather. Um, and the leather is inserted between the grooves while still wet. It's plucked and squeezed until the, the, the shins are formed. On the right-hand side, there should be a, a shin with three heads, and on the left-hand side, there will be a shin with four heads. Three, the leather is then left on the mold until it dries, then it's removed, and then it's formed into the block with the four empty compartments. One of the passages um, is inserted into each of the compartments, and then it's folded over and sewn closed. The part that's folded over, the little piece that's folded over, there should be a piece left over so that the straps can be inserted. This is called a mabiris. Halacha four. How are the tefillin shalyad made? We take a, a, a square piece of wood that is about a finger breadth high, and once again, we put the leather around the mold while it's wet, um, leave it there until it's dried, then it's removed. The four passages are then placed into the, uh, the the one compartment that's left by the mold. The portion of the leather is then folded over. And once again, there has to be a piece left over so that the strap can fit through. Halacha 5, now the fun part. What is the seder of the parashies? They are. Vahayim Shema is first placed in the first compartment that's on the right side of the person putting it in. Shema comes next. After that, Vahayim Kiviacha. And then finally, Kadeshli on the fourth compartment, which is on the left side of the person putting the, the, the passages into the compartment. If the order is not correct, then the tefillin are not kosher. It happens to be, this is the same order that Rashi prescribes, and so therefore this is the order of our tefillin. Halacha 6. The tefillin shalyad, um, the, the, par, the par, passages are written on a single parchment in four columns, just like a Sefer Torah. And the passages are written in the order in which they're found in the Torah as follows. First Kadesh Li, then Vahaya Kiviacho, then Shema, then Vahayim Shemaya. It's preferable to place all of the passages in a single parchment. If one has four parchments, that's fine. There's no need to glue them together. Halacha 7. When one rolls the passages, they should be rolled um, from the end to the beginning. So that way, when you open it up, it's possible to read it from the beginning and then on to the end. Halacha 8. Before they're, they're placed into the, uh, the film, they should be wrapped in fabric and a hair should be wound around them. Afterwards, they can be placed in the proper compartment. The hair should be from a kosher animal, uh, even if it's not properly slaughtered. And the universal custom is that it's from the hair of a calf. When we sew the uh, the boxes closed, the sinews that are used come from a kosher animal. It is customary to take the sinews from the heel of the animal uh, that's white 
and if they're too firm, they can be softened using stones until they become like flax. Afterwards, they're spun into threads, and they're used to sew together the tefillin uh, and also the sheets of Sifrei Torah. Halacha Yud. When the tefillin are then sewn together, they should be sewn in the shape of a square. The practice is that there are three stitches on one on each side, so there are 12 stitches in all. This is true about both the tefillin shal reish and the tefillin shal yad. However, if there's 10 or 14 stitches, that's not a problem. The stitches must pass through both sides. Halacha Yud Alf. With respect to the tefillin shal reish, there should be discernible divisions between each of the compartments. That means that the wall of the compartment should come all the way down to the stitches. If it doesn't come all the way down to the stitches, as long as it's discernible, it's acceptable. One is required to pass a cord through each of the grooves on the outside of the leather compartment to separate between the compartments. And it's customary that one uses the same sinews uh, that one uses to stitch together the film. Halacha Yud Beis. Halacha Yud Beis. How do we make the ritzuis, the straps? We take leather straps that are at least the length of a barley corn in width. Um, they can be wider than that. The length of the strap should be long enough that you can tie it around the uh, the head. You can tie the knot, and then it can extend on either side of the body down to at least the navel or slightly above the navel. With respect to the tefillin shell yad, they should be long enough so that one can tie the knot. It should go around the forearm. Then it can extend all the way down to the middle finger and go around the middle finger three times. If it's longer than that, this is acceptable. Halacha yud gimel. One then inserts the ritzua, the strap, in the tefillin shell reish, with enough uh, room in the, uh, the strap so that it can go around the head. Then the square knot is tied, which looks like a dalad. It's not possible to describe this, but every Torah scholar should know how to do this. The tefillin shell yad should be tied with a knot that looks like a yud, and there should be enough room so that the, uh, the, the, the strap can pass through, and it can be widened or narrowed while one is tying it to one's arm. The outer surface of the ritzua must be black. This is halach lamesh mesinai. The inner surface does not have to be black. Uh, it can be any color. It cannot be red uh, because that would be embarrassing if the straps were overturned. The back of the strap should be the same color, however, as the, the, the bottom of the tefillin. That means if the bottom of the tefillin is green, the, retush, the, the bottom of the, the retush should be green. If it's white, they should be white. Um, it is attractive for them to be specifically black. Halacha 15. The retush should be made out of a kosher animal. It is not necessary for it to have been properly slaughtered. However, if it's from a non-kosher animal or if it's covered in gold, that's not okay. The ritzuas must specifically be processed l'shem mitzvah. Uh, the uh, leather that's used to cover the tefillin does not need to be processed l'shem mitzvah. Halacha tesvav. The tefillin must be made by a Jew since making the tefillin is equivalent to writing the passages um, as a result of the shin. Therefore, if it's made by a non-Jew, that's not acceptable. Anyone who's not allowed to write the tefillin should not be allowed to make the tefillin either. Halacha 17. Tefillin shal reish may not be made into tefillin shal yad. Tefillin shal yad may be made into tefillin shal reish. That's because mylon mekaydesh will only go up in holiness. The same thing is true about the ritzuas. Ritzuas for tefillin shal reish cannot be used for tefillin shal yad. This is only true after someone has already worn the tefillin. If someone has not yet worn the tefillin, then this is not the case. Halacha 18. The stitches of the tefillin, if two become torn that are right next to each other, or three altogether become torn, this is not acceptable anymore, they need to be restitched. This is only if the tefillin are old, and therefore the leather isn't strong. However, if the leather is strong, this is not the case. Finally, home stretch. Halacha Yud Tas 19. If the ritsuas get torn, they shouldn't be sewn together or tied together or anything like that. Rather, you have to put them in geniza, and you need to substitute other ritsuas. 
leftover ritsuas are not acceptable unless they meet the minimum length and width requirements that have been previously described. When a person is tying the ritsuas, they should be careful that uh, the straps face upward, both the arm and the head. <laughs>